Hello from Geelong in Australia to you wherever you are in the world. My name's Kat and I work with the Institute of Positive Education at Geelong Grammar School. Today we're focusing on persistence, which you might also call perseverance or industriousness. Persistence sits with other strengths of courage, like bravery and hope. These strengths are about taking action, even when it's hard. For me, persistence really exemplifies this when it's hard for internal rather than external reasons, like if I'm nervous or I can't be bothered, or something more interesting like cleaning the house or researching the history of apple pie has distracted me from my long-term plan. People who use their strength of persistence finish what they start and keep going despite these challenges. Not surprisingly, people are likely to persist at tasks that they have chosen rather than at things they've been told to do, and they're more likely to persist if they enjoy the thing they're working on. People who are more optimistic and have stronger self-esteem are more likely to persevere than people who are pessimistic, which makes sense. If I don't feel like effort will result in success, why would I bother? If you think about the people around you who are persistent, it's often the fact that they keep on grinding away, and it's this grind rather than the finished product they produce that often inspires more respect. If you ever go to a running race, you'll know that the most wonderful thing about these events is the applause and support that happens for the people who come in at the back of the pack. It's their persistence that's being applauded. It says something about a person's character if they can persevere. It's something about their spirit. While persistence probably feels a lot like self-control, which we have already discussed in episode 11, there's an element of time involved with persistence that really sets it apart, the ability to continue to focus and try and pick yourself up and go again. And of course, none of our strengths operate in isolation, despite the compartmentalised way we're using and spotting them as we go through this podcast series. A worthwhile thought experiment for any of the strengths is to consider for yourself what it is you would also be using when drawing on a certain strength, and even if this is context-dependent. I think for me, I probably rely on my self-regulation when I'm using my persistence, the thing that helps me avoid or work past my distractions. The other thing that might be interesting to think about is the strengths that you might be using to help you maintain balance and well-being when you're using a strength, so that you don't overplay it. For me, that would be prudence with persistence, to help me realise that I need to take a break or to stop pushing. The last thing we want to encourage with the strength of persistence is just to keep on going when it's actually harming your well-being. Trying again and again in a destructive or unhelpful manner is not the goal. The definition we use in our school is that persistence is working hard and sticking with something valuable that you've started. So while persistence doesn't naturally mean you will get success, it's often hard to achieve anything really worthwhile without it. It's common for students to self-sabotage when they fail to use their persistence. This is all about protecting their self-esteem. If I don't study for a test and get lower grades, well, we can't really know if that's because of my lack of study or my lack of ability. It helps my ego when there's this ambiguity. This can lead to some pretty chronic procrastination. And side note here on procrastination, which feels pretty relevant to persistence, there's this idea about procrastination that I love, about people who procrastinate while attempting a task but then do it well. They might actually be incubating, be collecting ideas, forming thoughts, synthesising information. If I'm incubating rather than procrastinating... That feels a whole lot better in my own internal narrative. You know, it's just my process rather than I'm lazy or I put everything off until the last minute. People who think of themselves as procrastinators tend not to persevere as long as others. So if incubating is working for you and it's a positive part of the process, 
changing this self-talk could actually be a great way of really grabbing onto that strength of perseverance. For younger kids, there may not be tolerance for the frustration or an ability to keep on going through the menial tasks. So practice thinking and talking about persistence when things are easy or enjoyable. How about colouring in a whole picture or building a really big Lego structure or going on a long walk? These activities offer great opportunities to talk about how we can keep working at something for a long time and how that working away at it can feel really good. For teenagers, we could start thinking more about grit and how this is passion and perseverance tied up together. Could you prompt a conversation about a long-term goal that your young people have worked towards and have them break down the steps they took to be able to keep going? Can they identify whether they have self-selected the goal or what it was about the activity that helped them keep on going, even if it got a little bit tedious? When did they really have to use their strength of persistence? Do they have a hobby they can keep at for hours? Persistence might also be practised by picking up a project to work towards. Maybe it's reading a whole series of books, or finishing a game, or doing 50 push-ups. What's a goal that they could enjoy working towards? Having a conversation about needing to work through frustration and using our strength of persistence could be a really good way of front-loading this. It's interesting that for tasks that appear less enjoyable, offering to pay someone to complete it actually decreases their ability to be persistent particularly once you stop paying them, which feels pretty counterintuitive, but it's worth remembering when we're talking about and spotting persistence. For adults, I bet there's a bunch of times that you can think of recently where you've had to really reach for that strength of persistence and really intentionally use it. Can you reflect on something that stands out for you personally and give yourself a bit of a pat on the back for finding persistence? What was it that kept you going when it was probably easier just to give in? Or for something a bit more proactive, think about someone in your community who you feel really epitomises persistence. Could you chat to them about this strength? Maybe get some top tips from a real-life expert. I hope these ideas about persistence have been helpful and maybe spark some inspiration for how we can support the people around us and ourselves with a strengths focus as you go through your day. Remember to click through and look at the show notes, which have a summary of the activities we've mentioned here and links to other resources as well. Please do rate and review us and share this podcast so others can find it too. And I look forward to talking to you again as we explore another strength of character, a tool we all have to support the good in the world.